This is a huge shift in thinking for marketers. We've been used to controlling the message and managing customer relationships. But in the Web3 world, it's all about giving a community what they want and letting them do what they will with it. Welcome to Metaverse Marketing Mastery. I'm your host, Judah. As a marketing strategist and community builder in the Web3 space, I wanted to share my knowledge and methods with you. If you're an overwhelmed project founder and don't know where to start with building a community, then this podcast is for you. Let's get building. Hey, it's Judah here. And in this episode, we're going to explore the similarities and differences in marketing between the two stages of the web. Now, a lot of people are talking about these two versions of the internet, but what do they actually mean? How do they differ? And most importantly, how can you use them to advantage yourself in your business? We're going to answer all those questions and more in today's episode. So let's start with Web2 marketing. This term was coined back in the early 2000s to describe the changes that were happening on the internet at the time. The biggest difference between Web1 and Web2 is that Web2 is interactive. It's all about a two-way communication and collaboration. There's big, big emphasis on user-generated content, social media, and things like blogs and forums. Now, fast forward to today, and we're in the age of Web3 marketing. This is where things start to get really interesting, because now we're talking about the internet of value. This is a huge shift from the traditional way that information and content is organized. It allows us to be able to easily find the provenance of content on the internet. Provenance is basically the history or the origin of something. In the context of Web3, it's all about being able to track the origins of digital content and data as well as ownership. Now, if marketing Web2 was all about social media and user-generated content and Web3 is about ownership of data, what does this all mean? Simply put, it means that marketers need to start thinking about how they can add value to their community by providing them with more opportunities to own and control their data. Before we get into specificities, let's backtrack a little bit. Notice I use the word community instead of consumers. In the Web3 world, your customers become your community because they value the control and ownership of their data. They often as a collective get to contribute and be more involved in the project or business. So this is a huge shift in thinking for marketers. We've been used to controlling the message and managing customer relationships. But in the Web3 world, it's all about giving a community what they want and letting them do what they will with it. The key to success in this new world is to provide value to your community by creating content that's helpful and informative, while also respecting their need for privacy and control over their data. So how can you do this? Let's get into a few common practices. The first is email lists. How do you create an email list or something similar when such a large number of the Web3 community chooses to remain anonymous? Discord, that's how. (laughs) Now, if you're not familiar with Discord, it's a communication app that is very popular with gamers, but it is increasingly being used by the crypto community as well. Discord allows you to create invite-only channels as well as accumulate members, making it an awesome platform as an alternative to your email service provider. 
All you need to do is set up a server and create a channel for your announcements. Then invite everyone who you want to be on your list to the channel. Once they're in, they'll start getting your announcements in their Discord feed, just like an email newsletter. So if you haven't set up your server, it's definitely time to start. The beauty of Discord is that it provides something that email newsletters just cannot provide, a direct line of communication. Now, remember my emphasis on community as opposed to viewing the consumer purely as a customer? That line of communication is important for that reason. This allows for community concerns, opinions, tips to flow inwards in a more collective way, which leads me to my second point, community managers. If you're not already familiar with what a community manager does, They are a hybrid of a CMO, chief marketing officer, a customer support personnel, and often also a social media strategist. A good community manager will help you cultivate community engagement, keep an eye on things, and be there to mediate if necessary. They're also responsible for user or member acquisition as well, depending on how the business is structured. So if social media managers were the it people of the Web 2 world, community managers are that of the Web 3 world. They allow for information to flow inwards to the core team more readily, being able to gather community feedback and sentiment instead of information just flowing outwards to consumers, as we saw in more traditional forms of marketing. If you have a minimal viable product ready, perhaps it is time to look into hiring your first community manager. Lastly, but definitely not least, is what social media platforms you should be using. Now, we all know it was Facebook and then more recently, Instagram was the biggest player in the field of marketing. But with attention directed towards short form videos, TikTok is now definitely dominating the hours spent per user over Instagram. This doesn't mean Instagram is completely irrelevant at this stage, but marketing always depends on where your target audience is found. But if Facebook is for our grandparents, then Instagram seems likely that it may be for the boomers. But TikTok is definitely no longer just for Gen Zs with exceptional dance skills. (laughs) Another platform to be heavily focused on is Twitter. Ever heard of the phrase crypto Twitter? It is the hub of financial and technological debates and commentary. It is essentially where the decentralized community still lives their Web2 lives. If you're building a Web3 project or business, you definitely cannot skip on this platform. So we've covered email lists versus Discord, social media managers versus community managers. And now we've looked at the different platforms that a lot of the decentralized community lives on. If you have started your Web3 community and have further questions on marketing and growth, feel free to DM me on Twitter. I'll be able to get back to any queries on there the most swiftly, and you can find the link in the show notes below. There are definitely more differences between the two phases of the web and marketing strategies that we can cover in the upcoming episodes. So don't forget to subscribe. If you have any friends that are looking to build in Web3, feel free to share the episode. Until next time, keep building, keep creating, keep innovating. (laughs) 